0: I like to move and movie, I like to move and move I like to move and move you like to move it, I like to move and move
1: I like to move and move, I like to move and you like the
2: Tomahawk, my little flute benders. Welcome to I Like to Movie Movie, the podcast about movie movies. My name is Garrett Smith. My name is Dan Scully. The other day I was uh, like putting one of our episodes together and I re-listened the intro uh-huh. and I don't know if it was one where we had been drinking or if I was really <laughs> tired. But I'm not kidding. This is like what it sounded like. I was like. It was like, all of my words were just one long syllable of sound. That if you ever feeling like nothing. that,
0: I can, I, can feel, I can get it. No,
2: just like it occurred to me as I was saying at this time that I was enunciating really hard. And yeah, I think yeah, it was because yeah. I just listened to myself go. I'm a you, little know, flim- right, right. Right.
0: you know what, though? Springsteen made a career out of it. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Yes. I was listening to uh, Springsteen came on like my end of decade Spotify thing. And at the very the first couple lyrics of Dancer in the Dark yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with those. And that's, he just says it like that. Yeah. With the, so diction, schmiction. Yeah, yeah. Diction schmiction. No, you had a sharp intro this time. It right was out. good. Yes,
2: good stuff. That's hopefully my brain can stay on top of that. Uh, stay on top of those syllables in the future. We good. We yeah. just
0: don't say stay on top of those syllables. I know because that, that was also I'm impossible for really my them. mouth. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so we. Uh, oh, so yeah, movie, movie. That's the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, welcome to I we like two right movie, movies. We the, did the self doubt. Uh, well, this is okay. So it's, so you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at I like two movies. Numeric two. You can email mm-hmm. us i like two movie at gmail.com. dot um, Like w-
0: subscribe.
2: Yeah, we're, oh, we're actually we're in a good but weird groove of being way ahead of our own schedule for like maybe the first time in these yeah, seven yeah. years
0: of our podcast. Is that how long it's fucking I, been? I think so. I th- Jesus. I think. Six
2: or seven. Wowie, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Six or seven. Fuck, man. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. This uh, is the
0: longest thing I've ever committed to. I know. Me
2: too. <laughs> 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 ever in my life. I know. That's insane. It's so weird to think about. But uh, so what I realized is I don't think uh, we even... I don't even know how many episodes this is afterwards, but we probably at this point we can say like thank you to uh, Stephen J Smith and uh, um, oh yeah uh, yep. uh, oh, now why Matt Leslie uh, writers of Summer of '84 for being on the yep, show yep. and giving us such a great interview um, that I, you will have already heard that in and this you know feed what? I will like say an inspiring weeks ago interview yeah it was like in, great in
0: juggling work and and fun and yes. things that like career-oriented hobbies, Yeah, Uh, I have already often thought back to some of the things that they said. So if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. Check out Summer of 84. It was our Burbs episode. It was our episode on the
2: Burbs. We did it with the writers of Summer of 84, uh, Matt Leslie and Stephen J. Smith, and they were great. And uh, yeah, I've thought about that conversation like a lot since. Uh, And it it was like a very like, I I think if you're like a writer at all, there's very good advice in Mm. that uh, episode. But just any kind of artistic, you know, just balancing doing something big with just having to also and fucking survive oh, you yeah. know uh guys are workhorses yeah
0: it's so crazy yes but so, yes yeah, so thank, thank you, you to both of them and yeah. thank you to everyone who listened it just occurred to me that we're i have be. no idea we're like we've uh, already done our end of year lists at this point yes we gotta bump that ahead of this i was gonna say i think this is like fucking time travel yes Scared, yes. thank god you exist because uh, you know the tech <laughs> You know the schedule. I just
2: show up gonna and work. do shots yes.
0: and blather about movies like an asshole.
2: I, but I believe you're correct. So this episode will probably also be after our end of the year episode. So you yes. will have just heard our top ten of the year episode.
0: Which, I mean, I, spoiler I, alert to you, Garrett, because yes. it's in the future. But we're about to talk about a movie that I talked to great lengths yes. on our best of the <laughs> year good. episode. That's good. That's so, uh, because at the at the time of this, Garrett. Ha- oh, it's gonna be so funny when you talk about it's the movie so that we're weird. doing tonight yes. during the yes. from the because of the past. Yep, yep. this is crazy. Don't do it, guys. You're gonna go cross cross eyed. Don't think yeah, about it. Don't even try and track Just what we're, we're saying right now. That the movie lose, lose. absolutely rules. L U Z L U Z. Not to be confl conflused. <laughs> 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 no. Confused. Oh. oh, not to be. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Not to be confused <laughs> with loose. L U C E. Another excellent movie from earlier this year. Uh but this is uh this is decidedly different. This is Luz L-U-Z. Yes. Luz as in a a, uh, a, a name of
2: somebody from Chile. Luz.
0: It, yes. That's where she's from.
2: So I think before we dive in Yes, uh, before we dive in. Uh, uh, what do you got? Well go to cinema because yes, because we've oh, been yeah. doing like best of the so decade quiet. lists over there. I mean at this point this has been long in the past by the time you're hearing it but oh, yeah. If you go to Cinema76.com, you can find a bunch of Best of the Decade stuff from me, Dan, Tori, Ryan, Andy, Jacob, You know, all the regulars here on I Like to Movie Movie uh, have put together Best of the Decade lists that are over on Cinema76.com. All your favorites are bad. (laughs) Yeah, and there are probably also at this point Best of the Year lists up there as well, I would guess. Uh, including Dan and I. So you can listen to, uh, you know, go back and listen to our best of the year episode. Um, there's probably a lot of discussion about the best of the decade stuff on there too. And hit up seven to mm. com for that stuff, which one of those things included is today's movie. Yes. Mose. And also yes.
0: while we are speaking from the future to you in the past, uh-huh. I just want you to know, be very, very careful because the next time you go swimming, you might drown. I know things from the future. <laughs> I can't tell you too much, but be wary around water. You know who you are. You know who I'm talking about. From the future, it's not looking good, but we can change things.
2: As Doc Brown said, the future is what you make it. My awkward silence was only me trying to figure out what this was a reference to oh, and no, then it, catching up way <laughs> later that it was like a bit that we were in the middle of. We're just time of. traveling. Uh-huh. It's all good. Yeah. It, it's not meant to, it.
0: it's just going to be confusing. Yeah. So yes, we're going to be talking about Lose, which is a very, 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 yes. Very, very, what is that from? That's I think a, it's from Looper, right? Isn't that yes, what Jeff Daniels says? So it'll fr-
2: it'll fry your brain like an egg?
0: I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember in that movie, they start to get into it and it's like, you know what, not important. Yeah, yeah. And that's like them telling us the same way that I think it was... Was Austin Powers 2 the one where he goes back to the 60s e- with the time machine? Oh, I don't even remember. Is it is the plot of the first bit one? where they're going back and forth where he's just like... No, because the first one he's just frozen and then wakes up that's right, in that's right. the present so day it's of like 1997. one to go back because it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. More time has passed since between Austin Powers and now than between Austin Powers' heyday and the first Austin Powers movie. Oh, what? Because he was like mid-60s and that was 97. Oh, no, never mind. No, no, never mind. I, I did the math wrong. That would be 30-something years. So give another but 10. It's, yeah, but that's But close. it's close. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, in the second one, I believe they start to get into the physics of it. And he's like, well, if I go back then, I need to do this. And then, oh, I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, his buddy's it. just like, oh, Austin, don't worry about that. And then he looks like, and you at home, don't worry about <laughs> it. Like, they really go, they lean into that. Uh, anyway, this has nothing to do with time travel, no. but it does remind me of our list later in honor of the supreme low budget earnestness of *Lose*. Yes. We're going to talk about some other movies that maximized minimal budgets. Yes. Uh, so that's going to be I'm our I'm very list.
2: excited about that. That list ended up being very fruitful and fun. It's pretty cool.
0: I, yeah. I have a lot on my list, yeah. and I hope I actually remember to bring it. It just <laughs> occurred to me in my rush home from work, but we're good. Mine's it's all right. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. We we we'll have good examples, but yeah. So let's talk about loose because I am very fascinated, uh, and I, I know
0: you're probably a little bit confused as to what happened. But I, I want to tell you I got it. Okay, so okay, we'll get you there. We're so, good. So well, so here's it's what what I one wanted- of those movies that's better if you underthink it. Okay, uh, because what's happening is rather simple. Yeah, and it's all couched in the idea that loose is a very very powerful medium. Right,
2: that's all you need to remember. Okay. So I do want to get into those details, but here's what I also want to do is be, I it's very difficult with our show because I don't want to encourage anybody to not listen to our show. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you should
0: absolutely watch this
2: movie. But we spoil the hell out of movies when we talk about them, and I think maybe what I'd like to do is maybe get at least like 10-15 minutes recorded where we yeah, try yeah. not to movie. spoil, lose for people and get people to like really watch it and then dive in to lose more spoilery later in the episode i want to sell you on this movie because it
0: looks to be very unique yeah i'll tell you a quick story uh my first experience with this movie was the ideal one okay Uh, earlier in in the summer when i I went on vacation i was doing an overseas flight that put me ahead a couple hours got to do a couple transfers here and there and so it was the kind of thing that I needed to have a really long day upon landing, Yeah, meaning r- I had to create nighttime out of the afternoon before I left. Yes. So in order to do that, I was like, what is playing at midnight at the movies? Movie theater. I will just go see whatever at midnight, and that'll keep me up till 2. I'll walk home, which will keep me up till 3. Uh-huh. I'll jack off. I'll go to bed. <laughs> I'm up till 5. It's perfect. I got the, the best thing to do. I um, well, would have kept me up till 3.05. Uh, well, you know, I was trying to milk it. It was one of those, uh, <laughs> literally and figuratively. And um, no, thats I don't even know if that's true. It's probably true. I was going to Europe to catch up with my better half because she was already there. Oh, yeah, yeah, So fair, th- fair. these are n- necessary <laughs> things. Friends, stop judging me. I uh, feel like everyone's looking at me.
2: I didn't mean to dig into the details no, of it that no, deep. But it's just
0: I feel like... <laughs> You know, everyone's judging me, (laughs) and we are sexual beings. Uh We're adults, and I think we should be adults.
2: Stop kink-shaming my podcast. Yeah,
0: stop kink-shaming me. Everyone who's loudly in my head screaming at me right now is jacking off. (laughs) So um, <laughs> I was jacking off at the theater. No, where do we go? No, so, the, okay. So now that you we're tell through tell a the, story about trying to stay bit. up late. <laughs> we're yeah. two big, stupid bits deep. Yeah. Here we go. So I was trying to stay up late, and Lose was one of those things that I heard was cool. Yeah. And I was like, all right, whatever. It's 70 minutes long. It's just, yeah. like, probably low budget. It's probably going to be one of those movies that they play, like, one night only at the Roxy, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that was mm-hmm. neat. I'm not going to watch that next week on Netflix when <laughs> it comes out, though. But uh, I, I ended up being, like, obsessed with Loose right off the bat. Uh, I remember you talking about this right when you saw it yeah because it's indescribable it's kind of indescribable it's it's a low budget homage to the type of movie that it like kind of just is I I don't know how to how to describe it otherwise well
2: so I mean uh, this is maybe a little unfair to it because tons of stuff gets compared this way especially by me because I'm such a big fan but this does have big Carpenter vibes, I think. Yeah. Not just in the score, Anything although it's there. Anything that's like genre yeah. that
0: came out after 1985 is gonna have some Carpenter DNA.
2: Yeah, but this felt like. Uh, oh, a lo- definitely This felt like you could make like pretty apt comparisons yeah, to, to Carpenter, you know, because it, it's not just like a score thing. It's like a. Um, it's it's the it, it's an early Carpenter thing. It's like a small location. You use to sort of tell a pretty expansive story with like a with a couple like very big particular characters. You know what I mean? It's like
0: Carpenter's success has always been predicated on the fact that he could deliver high quality on time and under budget. That is the definition of why he's famous. He only later embraced the I'm the horror master. Right, right, right. Uh, It it was always just I can get your film done and I can get it done cheap and it's going to be good. Because he's creative, and I think this taps into those same creativities, and I, similarly to the way that he does.
2: I think some of those early Carpenters rely a lot, like, on the atmosphere he's able to create oh, too, absolutely. and that's like this he movie made the is fog. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and th- I mean, like, the, you uh, like you could draw some pretty direct comparisons to the fog in this movie, at least in some of the the visual language and stuff. Like, there's some stuff in this movie that like really, really worked for me, especially in that regard, with, yeah, yeah. with just the way that they create some like there like there's one image in this and i don't want to spoil it so i'm gonna like we'll we'll talk later about it in the episode but there was like one image in this that i was like that is fucking creepy as hell and it is like the most basic thing in the world yeah yeah. it's like such a simple thing like when you really think it's like that david lynch thing of like you know you're just watching like a person stand still hold and hold a violin while the violin sound plays but for some reason, your brain can't get over the fact that a violin sound is coming from a violin that's not actually physically being yeah, played. Yeah. Do you it's, know what I mean?
0: Uh, did you see? Um, you've seen, uh, Mahal and Drive. Yeah, right? yeah. That's what I'm referring uh, to—the theater scene in Mahal and Drive. Where she's singing, and then yes. she stops. Yes, singing yes, and then, yes. Then, yes yeah, exactly. That's like, it's un- its deeply unsettling. It's so
2: unsettling. But it's like when you think about what it is, it's a very, very simple set of details. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It is just a singer that's not opening their mouth to sing. Basically, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like. But they sold you on her singing right. already, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and this movie had a ton of that, I felt like, mm. where it was well, like... The we,
0: sound in this movie across the board oh my God, is yeah. very creatively used. Yeah. I mean, and once again, this goes back to the Carpenter thing. This is, without a doubt, a movie movie. I think why yeah. we're such Carpenter heads on this show is that he is kind of the ultimate movie movie is, filmmaker. yeah, yeah. And so this, yeah, this is this shares so much DNA with Carpenter, yeah. partially because it is a genre. film. It is, yeah, and yeah. You, you you bow to the master when you make yep, a genre yep. film, but you also, I, I think, it just had the same necessity. It did, yeah, and the it, same instincts for working around a budget.
2: And I, I just like, I don't know, any time a movie can get this like um, moody and but like, man, what's what's the way to say what I'm trying to say? Because it's such a moody, atmospheric movie, and and yet. It's, you know, I don't want to make it a, a the whole thing about its budget, but it's like on the budget constraints that are here. It's like, I, I was like blown away by just how effective it was there's as like a mood and in atmosphere this movie that couldn't
0: have been done live on stage. Right, it's all pre production. Yeah, it's
2: all just creative
0: staging, blocking. Yep, uh, and just creative use of in camera effects. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's nothing. This could actually be a play if you really wanted to do. Uh maybe. Editing plays a big part yeah. in the way that this is presented. Which we'll get into. Well,
2: and I feel like we're almost talking about it too loosely at this point. So I guess we should try and like get people to to understand like what it is we're talking about at a this basic level. This is a demonic level, right? possession. It's movie. It's a possession movie. It's a
0: demonic yeah. possession movie about um, a chance encounter between a demon and this demon's uh, goal possessed like. The person that the demon wants to possess most, right? On account of this person having a very powerful brain,
2: right? Right, yes. Um, but uh, and so, yeah,
0: and that's I don't think any of that is ever explicitly stated in it's, the movie. It's not, it's uh, a very ambiguous movie that yeah. isn't trying to fool you, but also isn't trying to lead you down a path. Um, I don't know if it benefits from paying rapt attention to it though right. because it is also a tone piece. Yes.
2: Um it took two viewings for me to really f- know what's completely going on. I'm excited to ask you some questions mm-hmm. later in the podcast about some some of the specifics, but I'm I'm it's actually totally happy ma- to know it's that it's magic island shit where it's like the yeah. simpler the better.
0: Yep. But it's not uh it's not incomplete. I think everything's accounted for.
2: Well, I'm honestly, I'm ha- I think I think we just nailed it right there. This hopefully will sh- sell people on it, which is I honestly, until you gave that little plot breakdown, that's what I thought the movie was about, but yeah. I wasn't even sure. Oh, right So like, I'm yeah. happy to know that it's like, okay, good, I did, I, yeah, I got you're right. it. I was there. It's yeah. not complicated. Right.
0: It's just not interested in saying, you at home, this is what's happening. Right. We sort of fly on the wallet, and uh, I don't want to say unreliable narration, but no. there's a lot of, uh, we see this movie through the eyes of many different characters all capable of seeing and hearing different things, and the information we get from each of their experiences is selective. And all of this ambiguity is, at least to me, what draws me into it more. Yeah, whereas there's a risk that that can put the wall up, it can put you at arm's length, and you go, I, I just don't know.
2: And I, 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 this didn't get me there. I would say the first like probably 20 30 minutes. <laughs> which Art. is half the movie it's it 70 is minutes long. but yeah. but but and i mean this earnestly though the first 20 30 minutes i think are like very good and interesting and exciting and play out just linearly enough to get you in yeah, yeah. so that then as it gets less and less linear and more and more impressionistic and more about like that's uh, a
0: really good word because impressionism paintings yeah. look very good from far away and then when you get close up, you realize that the details are more obscured. Right. And this is very impressionistic in that that distance from the film clarifies it. Yeah. While you're in it, it's just an experience.
2: It, get, it gets like a little murky in the back half. but Without y- a doubt, my favorite type of paintings, too, whenever I go to the museum. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love impressionism. I, I agree, actually. That, But like it does get a little murky in the second half. And so I agree I could see people disengaging. But I think it does such a good job early in the movie of getting you in that it does buy a lot of that like more mm, that that kind of looser narrative style of of the back half of the movie. Mm. Like that worked for me ultimately. That's- I I was already in it by the time we got to that stuff. And so I was like I was like yeah, I'm 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 ready to go down this path. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm. interested to see where this goes. And I think it does it gets you there just enough. Yeah, I think it gets you there just enough. Any
0: more explanation and it yeah. loses what makes this movie
2: special. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: if you end up losing it, uh, losing it, <laughs> uh, the the fact that it's seventy minutes long and a delight to watch yes. up until you lose it means that it's very easy to rewatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this was one of. This is a movie that I was eager to watch a second time, I'm glad I got to, but more eager to watch you and Tori, who watched mm-hmm. it with us, to watch you watch it. Yeah, uh,
2: It's like Time Crimes in that regard, yes. where it's just like, I
0: want to see what other people, how they feel it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I had a, a I, I would say like a, um, this was not like a, and I think you said this a minute ago too, in, in a positive light. This wasn't a particularly like active watch for me. Like this wasn't a movie where I was very like ah ooh ah yeah, yeah. you know. I was really just kind of like in it and letting it kind of like wash over me and just kind of swim around in the details of it, it in a good way. You know what I mean? Think it was it's similar. Uh,
0: now this is not as cryptic of a movie, but I think it's similar to Mandy. Yeah. In the idea that it, like this is a movie with a lot of meat on it if you choose to engage it. Yes. And uh, but it, it's like it will sneakily feed you that meat even if you don't choose to engage it because yeah. the tone of it is so naturally engaging in its own right yeah I, I would agree and the performances are very good i think too hands down my favorite performance of the year my favorite actress performance of the year because my favorite performance of the year i'm sorry goes to alessandra Navola in the oh Art of yes South yeah, i Art of mean he South just Defense, there's yeah. there's nothing there uh that, that can beat that Sensei. so best actress that i have is luana Velis who plays uh luz carrara mm-hmm
2: yeah, she's very good in this movie, I oh, think. Oh man, look at that poster. That is just fucking Oh yeah, so that's nice. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, right she's on. very good in this movie. Such an amazing yeah.
0: performance and I, it's weird cuz like I feel like I know her. Yeah. She's a bit of a south Philly character despite being a cab driver from Chile. It's like uh-huh. I, I just I feel like I've seen her. I feel like I know her, but I I don't know, she does a lot of work with a lot of stuff that I imagine a director would have a hard time getting across to an actor who yeah. can't see the edit right and uh i, I mean, honestly across the board the performances are really fantastic they are but i just i thought her performance was so engaging she's
2: great well so i don't want to hold us back from talking about the movie like know, in depth too much you know what i mean so yeah, if you're curious which yeah. you should
0: be definitely go check it out yeah and then come on back and you'll be doing a little bit of time traveling yourself if you do yes that. yeah so, uh because yeah, yeah we would
2: like i think we should start spoiling it a little bit so we can really start to chew on the details here mm. because it's uh, it, it's delicious. Yeah, and we can't, you know, we'll, we'll, if we keep trying to be vague, we won't, we won't, we've already hardly said anything at all. So, if you like our show, I can yeah.
0: guarantee that you'll find something to like about this movie, yes. whether it works for you or not, because it is a very creative movie. It is a very short movie. Yes. But it's very imaginative and it is, uh, it speaks to, a strong film technician, an interesting storyteller, and a good crew of performers and faces that you 100% guaranteed have not seen before. And, and so I'm into
2: that. I think you said while we were watching it that it's the kind of movie that makes you want to make a movie.
0: Yes, it's inspiring as hell because this kind of movie, and granted, you couldn't make it on a phone right, because, right. like, this definitely, even the low budget look of it is a choice. Yeah. Um, you know, not to shorten any of the things where the limitations define it but uh you could make this movie you all of the tricks that this movie uses to be a movie are very
2: simple cheap you know, basic things this 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 is a movie where um uh the the actual um the the technique would be would be uh, yours right like you would have to have the talent to put something mm-hmm. together or whatever but the actual Everything you would need to make this movie, you have. It's You have yeah, it at yeah. your fingertips. You exactly. Could, you know, exactly. Like, you yeah. throw
0: a million more dollars, 10 million more dollars at this movie, and you there's really not much you could do with that money. Right. Uh, and hold on to what makes this movie special. Mm-hmm. And in that way, it's inspiring because you go, oh, I actually have the tools to make a movie. Right. And it's quite literally just the elbow grease, a yep. good crew, and a, and a brain that thinks yep. film
2: if i had the location in the fog machine i could i could try and, and put some of those together the whole know?
0: location of this is a car yep. a lobby yep. and a like rentable uh conference room right. that could look like an interrogation room yeah that's it yeah it's just three locations you could do it in one a couple lights yeah
2: i mean it did speak two languages, which it's, is one yeah. more language well, than I got. And I also I don't want to diminish the movie either. There's like oh, legitimate yeah. art on display in the midst of all I of that. It's like it's like know. the
0: art is the fact yeah. that I get the sense that uh, Tillman Singer, I believe, is the the filmmaker's name. Okay, um, uh, Singer, yes, Tillman Singer. I get the sense that if Tillman Singer had ten dollars in an iPhone, uh, they could put together a solid, engaging yeah. movie because everything about this movie is. Uh, how it was made, not how it was cleaned up. Yeah, right. You know, yes. like the, the final touch was the edit. Right. And uh, which is a tremendous edit. So good, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, definitely do it. I want to spoil the shit out of this. No, let's do it. Let's, let's so I like just realized that I don't know Tillman Singer's gender and so I they'd them and
2: uh I, I'm just curious. Yeah, that's okay. I think I think theying somebody is appropriate. Oh
0: no, it's it's always a safe bet. Yeah, uh, but I just I'm curious to know and I don't have that information. Yeah. Uh, and German Filmmaker, is that what we figured out? It's a German production. Let's go back to the IMDb. Yeah, German production. And uh, the languages spoken in it are German and Spanish. And Spanish, yeah. yeah. I initially thought Portuguese. Right. Because hearing those two languages together, I understand Portuguese to be, as a romantic language, it's like half Spanish and half uh, French. Mm-hmm. And uh, knowing some Spanish and not knowing some of the words, I was like, uh, but the fact that there's two languages being spoken is used for effect yes. in the sound edit. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did you think of this movie? Like well, everyone so knows I'm head over heels with it. It seems like you're wrestling with it a little bit. Oh,
2: I mean, I liked it, I would say. I The experience of it was what I liked so much about it. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the 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 movie itself, I think, because I... Uh, oh, yeah, and we're spoiling now, so, so get yeah. the fuck out of here if you haven't seen it and then come back. Yes, yes. Tillman Singer is a man, at least based on this picture. Okay, got it uh the uh i I, this is another one of those movies where it is uh i've been using this word a lot lately in regards to some things it is like very obtuse and and in a way that was that did begin to get frustrating yeah and i think i think if this movie were longer than 70 minutes it would start to maybe fall apart for me i would agree but at 70 minutes like it ends right as it starts to get frustrating that yeah, you're yeah. not exactly sure what you're doing. You ever you see know? Vanilla Sky? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Vanilla Sky. Yeah. I
0: think it's fantastic. But that is a movie that, like, I remember watching it and actively going, like, all right, I got this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I got this. And then there was one point where the movie was just like, Brah, fuck you. Yeah. No way you can get this. Yeah. And I like that because it's exciting. But uh, I still haven't decoded it. Right. And it's because it just kept layering. Yes. And if it had ended at the fuck you... I could maybe parse it out. Yeah. But uh, it's tough. It's yeah. Tough to, and there's only two ways to do it lose, where you just cut it there and yep. not frustrate people, or Mahalan Drive, where it's just like, no, dude, just like swim around in the toilet all till the way through. Is, like, just get yeah. in. Yeah. And yeah, it's a tough line to walk.
2: No, I, I, I thought like this, Oh, it, it, like I said, it was like it was about to lose me and then it sort of about came. To what? Lose me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it came to a close, you know? And, yeah. and, and, and I think at just the right time where I it, now that we're talking about it, it's like, oh, yeah, I think I did grasp m- most of the basic details. You definitely at least. did. Yeah. You yeah.
0: definitely did. It, it's one of those where uh, the more and we should actually go through it almost as a, on like a beat sure. by beat yeah. plot basis. But like even when it gets crazy, the thing to remember is just like she is a psychic. Right. So to hypnotize her is to open up a lot of very trippy stuff yeah and in terms of when we're watching it through her eyes or watching it through the demon's eyes yeah we have to understand that all we can trust in that situation is their proximity to one another. right right right. what we're seeing is a mix of memory yeah a mix of what's actually happening yeah. and a mix of the demon trying to tweak what's actually happening in order to close that proximity right. That's, that's, cu- that's really what I got all out that's of it. going yep, on. That's what I got out of it. Right. Okay. So you're good. Then, yeah, yeah. And I I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got all of it then. I felt then. that frustration yeah. the first time around. And then uh, the more I thought about it, I was like, I'm getting frustrated over details that were literally just there to make me unsettled. It's, and yeah. rather than being unsettled, I chose frustration.
2: And and I, I have to choose against that. Once, like, I, it was a weird thing where I kept kind of dipping in and out of, like, I, I kept being like, oh, okay, I get it. I kept being like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. I'm were you getting hung up on like the rules of the possession? Sometimes, yeah. Bit. It was like it yeah. was like I kept going like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, okay, I got this." Now I get it. Now I know what we're doing, and we're, well, now wait a minute. You know what I mean? Then I, I kept like kept getting pulled what out if I of tell my, you this. Yeah. This is a rule of the
0: possession yeah. that I learned this time around yeah. that opened up a lot. If the demon possesses you, yeah. the demon just also has all of your knowledge and memories. Yeah, yeah, that is one hundred percent what's happening. Yeah um I think you might be gone but that demon
2: has your ability to be right, a psychoanalyst right. it has your ability to hypnotize yes people. yes yes and so i think i gathered that, yeah. that i like that's key it's it's all and it's like the, as we talk about this i feel like i'm going to start liking it more because yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it, I talked myself into liking this as I was staying up and masturbating. Uh, <laughs> no, as I was staying up that night, because I left it, and I was like, "That was definitely good," but yeah. I don't know if it was great. Yeah. And then it really like latched onto my my heart a little bit.
2: Well, and because it is the kind of thing where it was definitely like yeah well I, I will i
0: will drink this whole bottle of whiskey
2: <laughs> i will share it with you i promise it was a very bad day at work <laughs> actually it wasn't
0: that bad I, my crew was good yeah yeah we've be, we been
2: having slow days for like the first time in a while so it's been like kind of a nice break like i, I finally checked out one cut of the dead because we had like a Yo. super dude How I,
0: moving was that movie i cried it's a collaborative nature yes cel- col- the collaborative nature of film celebrated
2: and, and like you know, it's like uh, uh you, you could easily compare it to a lot of things like oh, yeah. Disaster artists, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Noises Off. Right. Say it again. Noises Off. Noises Off? Noises Off is a famous Broadway play. It was made into a movie as well.
0: It's got a Christopher Reeves in these hilarious. Okay. Noises Off is a play told from the backstage of another play. Oh, okay. And so it's everybody trying to put together this play. Yeah. And it's just filled with egos and with technical yeah. difficulties. Yeah. That kind of thing.
2: And it's like, so you could like... Uh, John Ritter's in it. Person. Uh-huh. You could like compare it to that kind of stuff, but like the thing that was so striking to me about the movie was I, I felt like the movie may- wasn't just celebrating like, hey, movies. We love movies, and we like making movies and the process of making movies. It was very specifically celebrating like mistakes are what make art. Yeah. And and limitations are right.
0: what make art and teamwork is what pushes it through.
2: Yeah. And I-, I just really liked that about it. And then it, you know, there's like the penultimate shot of the movie, like my made I read me your tweet. Cry. It's, it's so yeah. moving. And and basically because it was like that that I think you know what I mean when I say penultimate shot of the movie, like that, like it, it's like that is the moment where the movie goes from like, hey, mistakes are what make art, and it goes like, actually, life is art, and art is life, and so if mistakes make art, mistakes make life, like yeah, all of that stuff is one cohesive whole. The
0: perfect per the the the, the perfect person is ugly. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. imperfect person's yeah. beautiful. It was I yeah, I so, loved yeah, that's, that movie. That imperfect process of making film. If every film went down as scheduled, yeah. and and just was bloop, 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 bloop yeah. every film would be Transformers too, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, and so yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah, and no love. I'm mean, actually no fuck Transformers too. I yeah. like the rest of them yeah. well yeah. enough. Yeah, but yeah, it's like yeah, that would be. It's just yeah, oh, yeah. Man, I'm with you. That movie moved me and really enjoyed that movie. Truly good. Yeah, but lose. So yeah, you should check out One Cut of the Dead. Yes, it's Another on Shutter right now. Fantastic movie yeah. from this year.
2: Yeah, on the Shutter right now. Uh, but so lose. I like. I what was funny was like so I, as we're as it was going on, I kept going like I think I get it, and then I would lose it a little bit. You what? Lose it a little okay. bit, and sure. then I'd come back and be like, "Oh, okay, I'm back on board," and then fall off again, and like yeah, you yeah. know, and and then it was like right at the end, I was like, "It, it was like as soon as they kissed, mm. it was like my brain caught up with all of the things it." what i'm trying to describe is like i actually knew all the information i needed yeah, to know yeah, yeah. the well, whole the time when it all comes together, yeah 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 well that's the closing of that yes. proximity yeah, that i'm talking yeah, about yeah.
0: that's what that's what um that's what like vanilla sky lacks i think yeah. is a moment where suddenly you go oh that's what's happening right right and um it, to me it doesn't quite earn the calamitous trippiness of, say, Mulho- Mulholland right. Drive. I mean, that's I love Southland Tales, yeah. but that movie fails at doing an Inland Empire. It fails at doing a yeah. Mulholland Drive where the calamity stops becoming a value at some point. Yeah. Uh, Lynch just has his finger on the pulse of that. I, I can't explain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you like Lynch, you like that kind of stuff. But yeah, this this has that, that moment where the windfall of everything kind of coming into place works. But what's interesting
2: is it's not like... The end of the usual suspects. Yeah, yeah. It's not a windfall where it's like, oh, now that I've got this linchpin piece of information, all of the other dominoes fall perfectly in place oh, no, no, no. for everything else to make sense. It's more just like, oh, I did understand what was happening, but it's not until this very moment that I fully grasp how all of that actually works together. Yeah. yeah Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Uh, and it, it doesn't make you retroactively go back through it and understand every little moment right? but it does make you understand that like those little moments are actually kind of not what's important exactly here. it's they were just there to fuck you it, up a little basically bit basically it's yeah. a big game right it's like it's yeah. like
2: like a classic way to depict demons is that they're these tricksters or whatever mm. and and the whole movie is just this trick this demon is trying to pull to get the it, because he wants to possess this particular woman he wants to possess the, the psychic and the thing that uh, that's the one thing that I didn't quite totally grasp until you said it out loud and and I and I did know it about the movie but I didn't fully was I was like why was she the target I spent mm. most of the movie being like why is she the target I get that she's Well the she summoned the demon as oh, we learned Oh she did in uh uh practicing her
0: psychic thing back yes. when she was in uh i guess it was chile the back school or whatever yeah school um she convinced this woman she was pregnant and was going to use her abilities to kill the baby but was really just and uh, i don't to say kill the baby that's just yeah. such a fucking pro-lifer word that's yeah, not how yeah. i feel about that shit yeah um was just trying to uh you know not make her pregnant anymore and instead ended up summoning this demon
2: huh yeah, because I was trying, there were a lot of, I de- believe, that, I'm a little loose There were a lot of details actually. like that where I wasn't 100%, like, I was like, this pregnancy thing seems important, but I don't exactly get, like, it feels like that's what
0: it is, is that she wanted to practice her, you know, whatever these young, because she was young at the time, yep. and in, like, high school age, wanted to practice whatever this yeah. psychic power she had was, found someone who was concerned that she might be pregnant, said, oh, you definitely are, I can take care of that for you. And then did this ceremony and in the ceremony conjured
2: this demon. So wait, you're saying that I just want to be perfectly clear because I think I get what you're saying. But are you literally saying that uh, while she was in high school, a girl was like, hey, I think I'm pregnant.
0: I heard you're a psychic. What can you do to help me?
2: But do you literally mean, like, can you abort my baby via, like, a a psychic, like, ceremony of some kind? I believe so. That's so interesting. Because it's a religious school. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so it is UK. And I think that's what it was. But even that is almost immaterial. No, no, no. Yes, yes. She was doing a ceremony to test and flex what it is her abilities are and ended up summoning a demon.
2: Yes. Uh. That's so Which interesting. It's so
0: crazy that we're talking about it like this because, yeah. once again, this is something that is not explicitly stated in the movie. Right. The movie quite literally begins with Luz just walking into the lobby of what we find out is a police station. Yes. After having leapt out of her cab. Yes. Uh, and is just babbling nonsense. So yeah. now they got to interview her and figure out what's happening. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. at the bar, a woman who we later found out. Uh, was in her cab and is this demon, yeah. is uh working to possess the psychoanalyst that works at this police station right.
2: and is getting paged to go and figure out what Lusa's story is. Right. That's the setup. Okay, yeah. I thought, okay, so yes. I. This is, again, yeah. it's like, as you're saying this, it's like, okay, so I did get all of this, but even after the movie ended, my brain only kind of knows these things. Now, here's it's not, the not until question. we start saying them out loud that my brain's like, yes, okay, we knew this. I'm going to pull the rug out from under yeah. you, though. Uh it's clear that this demon
0: actively possessed a friend from her childhood yeah. so that she could recognize her, take her cab, yeah. uh, Like fly into, fly into Chile from Colombia, yeah. uh, take a cab, uh, take Luce's cab specifically, yeah. and get close to her by virtue of she already knows her. Yeah. And uh, kind of blows the spot. But it feels like her possessing the psychiatrist is accidental that it happens to be the same psychiatrist that's about to go deal with Luz's case. And I feel like that is supposed to be accidental and it is supposed to suggest that there is some sort of connection between the demon and Luz because of the fact that she conjured her maybe yeah because this demon is drawn to her because uh the demon wants her psychic abilities but also is drawn to her by the inexplicable nature that loose is kind of her master kind of his ma- i say her because the the lady was the Ye- first body i saw in oh it. true yeah, uh, yeah but it's master yeah i don't know because I, I don't know that's something to think
2: about yeah that is something to think about because i was i guess a little confused about that i remember having that thought at some point during the movie like like, I understood what happened during the bar scene. Yeah. Like that. Well, she possesses him. Yeah.
0: And then the next scene, he's literally right there. Yeah. At the interview, at the interrogation. Right. And so it's like, what's happening? Right.
2: And I, and, and I remember having that thought at one point, like, wait, so did that was like, I guess the demon knew that this was going to. But then how would the demon know this was going to be the police psychiatrist? Yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think it's one of the
0: I choose to. It's, it's a beautiful ambiguity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where we don't know. Yeah, I, there's not enough information yeah. to say either way. I choose to read it as the way I just yeah. said, and is that this demon did find Luz. This yeah. demon did enact a plan to get in that cab, and the demon was really, really pissed that uh, that uh, it blew the opportunity. Yeah. I should have just kissed her right away because right. it transfers through yeah. uh, mouth contact. Yeah, yeah, and didn't do it because the demon like demoned out and tried to choke her in right. the cab. We learn. and so she caught on yeah. as she recited the prayer that they, you know, recognized. Yeah, that prayer is so funny. so weird. funny. Like, our yeah. father who sucks shit. And yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just a, a hateful version of the our father which rules. Yeah. Um. And so I think it is suggested that the demon uh, lost, uh, you know, set up this plan, failed, and then in a moment of improv realized that there is sort of a supernatural draw to this. Yeah. And, and That's capitalized interesting. upon it. So that's how I explain yeah. her finding the actual psychoanalyst, right? But maybe it's just luck too, and if it's just yeah. luck, that's fine,
2: right? And and there's obviously like there's a lot we don't know or understand in general, but like specifically in regards to a her powers and b demons in this universe, right? Like mm. maybe uh, who knows? But it's like you know uh, maybe maybe this demon has some sort of uh, access to uh, i I don't know how to explain this but like extra knowledge right so that like once once she dies out of the cab he just knows that she's going to go to the police station and the demon knows then who's going to be do you know what i mean like we don't we're not privy to like how powerful this demon really is and what it might know or not know or how it might be able to understand and process things
0: we do know like what i said earlier that when it possesses you it then knows what you know yes has all your memories does all that that is i think uh yeah, that, that's, that's uh, evident.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it's,
0: it's once again, it, none of this is said. Right. It's so weird to be talking about yeah. this in terms of the rules of the possession.
2: Yeah. Because
0: it's okay. Let's go back to the plot. Yeah. So quite literally, uh, at the bar yep. is what we later learn is a demon yes. in the form of what in that moment just kind of looks like might be a sex worker at the yeah. bar trying mm-hmm. to drum up a John. Yeah. And just... Feeding him drinks, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, aggressively doing cocaine in front of him, Mm -hmm. uh, just making it very clear, like, buddy, you don't even have to play your cards right. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you tonight. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. And just getting this guy slop hilariously sloppy drunk. Yeah, yeah. Because the vibe of it is almost like Miami Vice. Yeah, dude is totally too cool for school, and she just breaks him down with booze and the fact that she's completely like frank about everything she says yeah that's so fascinating to me it just completely takes down his defenses
2: yes and uh yeah because he is like very cold to her initially yeah he's not
0: interested at all he just wants a drink before entering this urgent page yeah which we learn is Is the call for loose yeah um oh man (laughs) i'm losing myself here Uh uh-huh um but this is one of the greatest moments of a minimal budget here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I love all of the, the music and stuff building up to this. It's a lot of uh, uh, just really uh, creatively staged single shots and double shots and all that. But when the demon lady takes the perf- uh, the psychiatrist to the bathroom yes. and pulls the transfer, yes, uh, it's as much as a little bit of uh, shaking and a light bulb.
2: Yep. Yeah. D- describe it. I want to hear you describe it. It's so it. simple. Because, well... To, what was so funny to me is, like, it starts with her... Ba- I keep saying her because it's a, a female form, but, like... The demon's in a woman's The demon's body. in a woman. And so the woman asks the psychiatrist, like, basically to shake her hand. Yeah. And then... And she's bleeding. Yes. Inexplicably. Just right. Just out of the back of her head. And then she just starts shaking his hand, like, violently, basically, until his whole body is shaking violently. And then she pulls him in to kiss him, and uh, it reminded me of Edgar Wright's *The World's End*. Yes, there's just, yeah, yeah. there's literally just like a little lamp in her mouth, basically. But and I'm now I'm talking from a special effects standpoint, yeah, but like it's just a glow that comes yes, out of her mouth, yeah. And as soon as their lips connect, you can uh, tell that that glow is being like transferred from yes, one to yeah, another. Yeah. And then there's a really great, the best effect in the whole thing is just a performance thing, which is that there's the shake, there's the convulsing body on one side. And then the totally steady body on the other side they're mm. kissing there's a light passing between their lips and as soon as it gets from one from the you know the calm lips to the shaking lips the calm body just goes totally numb, oh, yeah. dead, and collapses out of frame. She
0: falls out of frame, like you know, in Family Guy when they fall over faster than gravity yes. would permit. Yep. And it's hilarious. Yep, it's almost like that. Yep. Where as soon as this soul leaves her, there's just this is just flesh. Just it's boom, like a right snap, down. like
2: just done, done, gone.
0: And and at the same time, he goes from being this like powerfully inebriated dude yes. who's comically drunk, yes, uh, to a dude who's violently convulsing, yes, and then suddenly cool And collected, Calm. totally cool customer. Yeah. And so, without saying a word, and the word demon is never spoken no, once, yeah, 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 we just assume. Uh, based, and she even says in the conversation, like, me and Luz first met in, in, uh, when she's talking to the psychiatrist, at the yeah. bar, she says, you know, me and Luz first met in Chile. Uh, we, uh, you know, blah blah blah. Uh, oh, man, I got into her cab, I should have kissed her right away. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend jumped out of the cab, yeah, and so it sounds like, oh, uh, this couple got in a fight mm-hmm. in the cab and she jumped out and all that. And later we get the context of, no, this demon showed up in Luce's mm-hmm. cab, revealed that she was the demon that Luce is running from. And Luce is like, fuck this. I am goddamn out of yeah. here because I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. Yeah. And bounced. Yeah, And so by the end of the scene, we now know that a demon a possessing entity yes is in this psychoanalyst and it's looking for someone named Luce who we just assume is probably the girl from the beginning right yeah <sighs> it's so delicious it's well, amazing
2: and then like the last half of the movie is just this very interesting sort of uh, you p- described it very well before almost like stage play yeah. that happens just in the police station they're just like in the police station basically performing this play together where the demon has it's weird. There's there's a distinct difference between. Uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you get this too? There's a distinct difference between the demon possessing you, doing the thing where it connects with your lips, you collapse, and now it's the well, it whatever it was in entry, col- and yeah. it passes. But it seems to also be able to. I don't know what we want to call it, but like surrogate possess somebody too. There's the there's the other detective woman with like the guns. Whose eyes go black at one point and she becomes kind of a player in the play. Interesting thoughts about that. Yeah. Because
0: so the way that this is staged, and I think this is what we should talk about first. Yeah, is that ostensibly what they're trying to do is these there's a cop lady yep. who is a detective of some sort. Yep. Who just wants to know how this how loose this uh you know cut up, just battered woman yep. who claims to have jumped out of her cab. And is just acting bizarre what happened they're yep. trying to find this cab they're trying to figure out what the hell just happened and you know keep it in check mm-hmm. the problem is loose speaks Spanish right. and that's the right psych- a the translation psychiatrist issue. that they're bringing in to try and tap into her memory German speaker is a German speaker yep. so there's a third character who's this guy who sits in the studio and right. translates Translator. for their earpieces and he translates from Spanish to German and German to Spanish and so, what they're trying to do is reenact is through hypnotism <coughs> reenact the, uh, the the cab events ride? leading up to this yeah. this cab ride, so that they can a identify who the other person was in the cab, and b potentially identify where this cab is and what happened, and whether or not Luce is a criminal or a victim. Right. And so that's what they're trying to figure out. Um, but as we will eventually find out, the site the psychiatrist he is a. Uh, since he has the demon in him, yeah, uh, he's really just trying to get close to Luce because right. Luce is a powerful psychic and if he can possess her, right. then the, the untold powers that he right. has. And truly, he doesn't need to recount shit. He just doesn't experienced all anything. of it. He's like, he's yeah. going to try and almost hack her memory. Right. Yep. But the reason I believe he's able to eventually possess that other cop yeah. is because he's getting through to Luce's powers. Oh, interesting. He doesn't do it right away. Yeah, right. The first thing he does is say, I am just, a, he hides in the psychiatrist's body yep. and tries to go along with this, where he yep. hypnotizes Luce. They set up a sort of pantomime version of the cab and, um, you know, is just trying to just trying to go along with what they're trying to recreate by by having hired a hypnotist to look back. And um,
2: so I think we should talk a little bit about the filmmaking here. Yeah, well, that—that's what I wanted to get into. Yeah. Is like this the, is
0: where I think the filmmaking really yeah. sings, but also could become cryptic. Yeah, let's crack it open.
2: Well, and and so yeah, because that and that—that's uh, actually why I brought up the character of the detective because there is this like third player basically yeah, yeah. that I think we kind of. Anybody listening that maybe hasn't seen the movie and for some reason decided just turn to listen us to this, off and go see yeah. it, please. Like,
0: there, but, there's no way you're going to get into this,
2: right? Uh, if for some reason it's like there's this third player in the room, so you've got these. Actually, four players because you got the translator too. But so anyway, they they literally basically put on a stage play of like you're saying they like recreate the cab ride where like Mm. they have a fake they have a rear view mirror on like a stick on like a boom pole Mm. almost, and they just have Luz sit in a chair that. Lou, we we are made to understand Luz believes is the uh like the front seat of her cab mm. um they're just ho- pantomime they have the great shot of her working yep. the pedals working the pedals working the, working the stick shift but they
0: ask since she doesn't remember what's going on to recreate it through audio right. what does she remember hearing and so she hears the radio she hears the yep. sound effects and thus we hear them as viewers at home yeah um, but the movie suggests that there are no sound effects, right? But loose through her memory of what she heard is both speaking what she said as well as what her cab fare said, and that is what's being translated
2: through the guy to who everybody believes is just a German psychiatrist. Yes, that and and there's some great stuff here where like they make it very clear that uh, so again loses is, is basically in a trance. Trying to recreate the events in the cab.
0: And her point of view, we see we see the boardroom that she's in. We yes. don't see the cab, but we do see the people she's interacted yes. with. We see the woman that was the first possessee of the demons. Yes. who's not there. Who's not there, but we see her. We see her through uh, loose Sometimes we'll see her reflection in the mirror, yep. which is always yep. a nice touch. But the understanding is that no one else in the room can actually see this. This well, is just the reality we're getting yes. through Luce's point of view. Yes. And then... What makes it tricky is then eventually,
2: yes, through the demon's point of view. Yes, the demon also we eventually begins to understand yeah. what is being... It's it's really interesting. <laughs> like to to kind of like to pay a compliment to the the actual filmmaking here, the the uh, that I think compliments this whole idea very well. There's like a thing where Luz. It's made very clear to us that Luz is a smoker, uh-huh. because she pantomimes lighting a cigarette when yep. she's when she begins the whole pantomime of the cab ride. She pantomimes lighting a cigarette, mm. but then maybe two minutes and we get the sound effect of it too. We hear yes. the lighter, yep. But then maybe two minutes into her recounting the story, she suddenly actually has a cigarette yeah, that yeah, she's yeah. smoking,
0: and that's her point of view. But yes. I was actually tracking that because we do see it from an outside point of view yes. again, and she's still and just she, pantomime, just pantomime. Yeah, yep.
2: it's, so it's like they it's do very the, clean. They the way do this they great like. editing, and it's like very good editing where they're cutting yeah. back and forth between loses perspective, the translator's perspective. And then eventually, as you said, they mix in the demon's perspective as well, which is then when it starts to really get both tricky to follow, but also very trippy, too.
0: Well, and I think the demon's powers start to grow yeah. as he becomes more intertwined with Luce, who yeah. has psychic abilities. Psychic abilities, yeah. And uh, But I, I love, too, what they do with the sound is that we sometimes, because we, we sometimes see Luce's point of view. Sometimes we see the doctor's point of view. Sometimes we see the detective translator. We always see the point of view. And it's always shifting as to how much we see presented literally. Yeah. As opposed to what we know is actually literally happening. Yeah. But they add another permutation in it with the earpieces. Yes. Sometimes we hear through Luce's earpiece. Because yep. uh, she has one translating the German. Yeah. Sometimes we hear through the doctor's earpiece, which is translating from Spanish yep. to German. And sometimes we hear from the sound booth. Yes. Uh, him interacting with uh, the detective lady. Yeah. And so there's a lot of pieces that you have to juggle. And I think I don't think the movie requires that you always know exactly what you're seeing or hearing. Agreed. But it does require that you understand that you are never hearing the full thing at once. Right. Yeah. And that that's a tough concept to grab, but I, I think they handle it very
2: artistically and about as cleanly as you could. I also think uh just being uh, you know, an American English speaker that you know, I I vaguely understand Spanish. Yeah, I yeah. don't really know any. I've German. got conversational Spanish, yeah.
0: and this is going to sound awful, but like I haven't worked in a restaurant in ages. Yeah. When I worked in a restaurant, all, a lot of my friends that worked there were people from Mexico. Yeah. Spanish. Spanish so English yeah. was the second language. So my Spanish was much better because I used it. to yeah, hang out with yeah, my buddies.
2: You're hearing it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now it's lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's lost. But uh, I like I do think that. I imagine it was. I imagine it's extra difficult for you and I, American English speakers, that don't have a, a much knowledge of either of the languages of yeah, this yeah. movie, because not as you're saying, it's like part of this movie is about translation. Yeah, yeah. and we don't actually know either side of it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So we—that's true, because neither of them is English. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And so then, and so, and then they have to because because the movie is about translation to some extent, and specifically some of it is from the perspective of the translator, there are moments where we know somebody is saying something, we're watching their mouth say it, but we don't even get the subtitles until like a few seconds later. Yeah, when it's translated. When it's to translated the yeah. to the other. So it's like, it does get very uh, 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 logistically tricky. Yeah. Who you're listening to. I don't think it's hard to follow, It, d- it was not. I don't.
0: Her- If you're trying to follow it and specifically in every line, go. this is this person from this person's point of view, it becomes tricky. But whereas you could do it, and I think it would come off cleanly, the movie doesn't actually ask you to do that in order to be engaged by it, which is fascinating.
2: And I think the movie, yeah, I don't know how the movie made it clear to me, but the movie did somehow make it clear to me. It's like, it's okay that you don't totally get who's saying what during this. Mm -hmm. That the content of the words themselves is like a little bit important. Yeah, yeah. Who's saying it, not as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It, it, it's, and it add to that too, uh, there are also
0: points where it's clear that when someone in the backseat of uh, Luce's cab is yeah. talking, in the actual, literal, realistic situation, what they're saying, Luce is saying. Yeah. So as that person's talking, Luce is also working her mouth right. and mouthing it. Yeah. And so visually for us, as another layer of wait a minute, what's yes. going on? And you have to figure out the logistics to even get to that. I
2: also think there are a few, I don't think there's a lot, but there are a few moments in the movie and they're not even all in this like sort of like cab ride recreation scene. I do even think there's a few moments in the movie where Luz is reading people's minds. Yeah. Like we're, we're, you know, part of how they're trying to get us to understand that she is like powerfully psychic is that she, I think occasionally just like hears other people's thoughts. Yeah. Uh, which just adds a whole other layer of complication as to like who's saying what when and like what am I actually hearing or listening to at any given time yeah, yeah, You yeah. know? they actually introduced that kind of early too they do. without
0: loose there Yeah, in the bar scene yes. the first line that demon lady says to doctor mm-hmm. uh, she doesn't move her mouth I know I noticed it that it could be a, a stylistic choice of just you know that happens sometimes where sure. you overdub the sound to just promote flow but I think also the idea is that the uh, the demon is sort of uh, understanding like this guy actually has some mental ability. Yeah, yeah. Um, he reacted to my projection. Right. Um, you know, in the world of loose, I think it sort of loosely uh, uh-huh. suggests that uh, you know, there there is a, you're you're tapping into a psychic plane, sure, if you will, sure, yeah, and that it it's sort of suggesting that this doctor who you know hypnotism is real and clinical. But perhaps without realizing it, he does tap into that. Sure, ear. like I think yeah. it keeps that that magical connection there, which allows for a demon narrative to be told. Yeah, yeah,
2: true, true. Yeah, you know, I I, I think actually, and the more we've talked about it too, I almost kind of maybe prefer this. To, possession movies are like not always really my thing. Yeah, same. um, and, and there's I'm, only so much you can do. Yeah, I, this I almost prefer maybe in some way because. I don't know the the act of watching it becomes like the interesting thing here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? As a, as opposed to the 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 possession itself, I, I I'm not necessarily meant to be frightened of like the notion that demons are coming to yeah, get yeah. me and my soul. You know. Oh yeah,
0: there's no there's no uh the big battle of good versus right, evil right, happening right. here. Yeah, it's it's not at all about yeah. the like. God versus the devil, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, this th- is, I agree. Hundred percent. This is that about shit, what's you know. so archaic about like exorcism movies. Don't scare me because you will never, ever, ever be able to convince me under any circumstances that a demon could possess somebody. Right. It's yeah. just I don't believe
2: yeah. that at all. I, I don't have a whole lot of like base faith in in just like general religious stuff in the first place. Exactly, so like yeah. that stuff is not terribly frightening to me necessarily. You know, and and so anyway, so this movie just like it just invites you to really, like, I don't know, it uses that stuff almost as, like, science fiction and then is, Mm. like, inviting you to just sort of watch this crazy story unfold in, like, a very interesting narrative way Yeah, yeah. that could really probably only be told to me. You know what it kind of reminded me of? Did you watch Baskin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, on your recommendation. Baskin was fucked. (laughs) Baskin is fucked. But do you remember that Baskin has a similar sort of, like, it's it's about dream logic, kind yeah, of. Yeah, It has nightmare logic. Yeah, yeah, and so by the time you get to the end, it's and like yeah, really
0: Baskin is quite literally just like a demon moving around a room of people and getting each one right. of them individually. But yeah. it's not that at all. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's so it kind of reminded me of that yeah. where it's like I, honestly, it
0: kind of reminds me of Mandy like that too. Yeah, yeah. Mandy has a dream logic. Yes, you know that's a movie that is
2: not realistic. Right, right. But yeah,
0: is human, if you will. I yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, so it's it. And the more we talk about it, the more I think I do like it. It just is like you're because, gonna watch it again. When you I have will. Ten and minutes. To it's special. interesting because it's like it's a weird like it's a puzzle movie, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, like like we were saying. It's it's not the Sixth Sense. It's not Usual Suspects. It's not. It's not a movie that hinges on once you once you figure out the puzzle like you'll be so delighted in, yeah. to have the solved the irrelevant. mystery that's not that's why you know. it
0: follows rules and yeah why it follows doesn't work for a lot of people right right because everybody gets hung up on what are, yeah, what are the rules yeah yeah to me that's a less interesting movie the one that uses that introduces the rules and then the characters try to exploit the rules right. and that kind yeah, of thing. yeah yeah um, that's why like individually some of the final destinations are better than others yes the whole picture works but i can't say anything i'm well, telling you that oh yeah the, i do need to get to the, the, the big end, end series, is just the yeah. best um, you won't believe it uh, <laughs> although you'll probably just predict it now that we're all yeah yeah sure sure but yeah it's the same kind of thing where it's yeah. like the it follows that follows the rules and, and exploits the rules and plays with the rules is a fun movie but it's not a classic the it follows that keeps it ambiguous that has us asking about the rules and wondering if, like, how do you, how do you even know if it's following you? Yeah. Um, that's scary. And, yeah. like, so, yeah, the one that's like, oh, well, they didn't pray hard enough to get rid of the demon. Right. Boring. Yeah, yeah. But this is, like, the logistical challenges yes. of a demon trying to possess a super-powered being yeah, as opposed yeah. to a human being.
2: That's fucking cool. It's pretty cool. That's fucking cool and And shit. it's all the more interesting that... Um, there are no rules for that because it ain't never happened before. <laughs> right. But it's, a, it's all the more interesting that it's told in a way where none of that is even expressly said out loud. You yeah. know, where we, we just kind of have to go through the experience of it to kind of understand those details. And, it's and fascinating kinda, yeah. talking about it because none of it is said. Yeah, yeah.
0: It is completely experiential. We are fly on the walling. Yes. Not fly on the walling because it's different people's points of yes, view. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, man.
2: Very, uh, very, very cool. Like, nice, de- nice. definitely interesting. And like. Again, it's like, now that we're talking about it more, too, it's like, oh, yeah, that was even... This is going to be one of those movies where it's like, the more I think about it, it's just going to kind of creep upward in my, like... What's your
0: take on what? Where does this movie land? Plot-wise. Uh, I just want to make sure you're you're there. Let's uh, talk about it. Where's this movie? Wait, sorry. Hey, ask that so, question so again. So, plot-wise, so we're, yeah. we're sort of at the point where, you know... Uh, Oh, actually, no. We shouldn't get there yet. Yeah. So, because then this is where the movie gets into that moment where it tweaks to the point where it might become frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Because as we're going into Lucy's memories, as they're being uh, viewed by the demon and the other people. Yeah. Now we get to the point where the demon discovers I can I can potentially manipulate these memories. Right. And through manipulating these oh, yes. memories, in the actual here and now moment get myself physically closer to lose a person who has proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that she will throw herself out of a cab to get away from me. Right. So it's not so simple as walking up and smooching her. Yeah. You know, I can get closer to her by manipulating these memories. That's where it gets really, really tricky and it's easy to lose what's happening. Yeah. But I think it's essential to lose what's happening. Yeah. Because this is the demon going, this is a new playground. Yeah. I've never tried to possess a psychic person before. And we're, like, in the fucking ethereal realm of her memory. Yes. Um, I think I'm powerful enough to tweak it. I think I can do it, yeah. but it's weird. And so I think that the right read on this portion of the movie is to go, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. This is just a manipulation from a demon with a person who's psychic and maybe even subconsciously resistant to what's happening. Right just fucking duking it out in the memory realm it reminded me I'll a, take
2: l- it. a little bit of the um the section of inception where they go into like the what do they call it? like unconstructed dream space or oh, whatever the, um limbo limbo like limbo, the unconstructed yeah. dream or whatever it reminded me a little it's bit like of that rules Where don't like yeah where where the we're idea, going and also we're the idea lose. that like not only rules don't matter it's like it, it Neither of them have ever even really experienced this before. Yeah, like yeah. neither neither the powerful psychic nor the powerful demon have experienced this sort of up close personal battle between their powers before. And so it's that kind of thing where it's like the movie never necessarily implies what I'm about to say, but it's like maybe this is like dangerous, and the demon never comes back from whatever plane it ends yeah. up having to go on to to do this. They're in you the know, third, it's like oh, yeah, never yeah, yeah. So insidious, did you? Oh uh, no, I didn't. They're in yeah. the further right, yeah, but yeah. that kind of thing, like yeah. that they they they're going to some extreme place where like like you were saying where where memory and and dream and nightmare are all kind of the same thing and so things can kind of be pulled apart and tweaked Reality's and manipulated it's malleable here, yeah. it's like yeah it's it's very and interesting. I
0: think it's fueled by the idea, too, that at the beginning, the demon expresses regret of, I should have just right. grabbed her and kissed her. But because I tried to have some fun with it, she caught on and threw herself out of the car. Yeah. Now I have to fucking use uh, deception t- yeah. to get up there. But it turns out that in deceiving a hypnotized,
2: crazy, powerful psychic
0: it gets a little like it it's a little yeah.
2: right it's like and and i got lost in the chaos of the movie at this point yeah, for yeah. sure but i i think to your point like uh, i think kind I think of in, wants you to be a little kind lost. of intentionally yeah. you know what i mean because i think that that is the experience of both of the characters at that point where they're like as soon as the demon you know quote-unquote lies a little bit manipulates the memory to try yeah, yeah. and get a little bit closer well, now they're both in territory that they don't know or understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're in a memory and that's that where never existed.
0: start to become less like "I wonder what's going on" and more inquisitive. Yeah, because that's not the memory she right. remembers. And so now she's starting to right. show some sway. So it gets a little more urgent for the demon as yes. well. Yeah, yeah.
2: But man, oh man, the demon pulls it off. He does. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the, the end. Demon gets it. I was going to say, that's, I, I think that's pretty much what happens in the demon end, The right? demon pulls
0: it off, and because that last shot... Well, okay, so the audio of the last shot, what do you think about that? What do you mean? Do, help so, me. So, okay, so at the very end, so the demon does eventually get to kiss loose. Yes. We see a little bit of the light uh, in the, the mouth yes. glow, yep. do the exchange. Yep. Loose does this amazing physical performance where she, like, freezes, yep. and then is suddenly, like really really like excited to be in this yes. body really confident about it and this is why her performance just sings is because there's a little bit of fear in her eyes yeah because that to me is the demon going like this is actually more power oh, than i ever could yeah. have
2: understood interesting
0: and so already the demon flexed the power uh before even possessing loose by being able to sort of uh uh what's the word like an expedited hypnotism of the detective lady. Sure. Snap of the fingers, he yeah. hypnotizes her. So that's like a new power that the demon yeah. has. Hypnotizes her and then decides... That's when he decides to go into the memory. He puts on the dress. Right. Cuts up his lips. Right. And, and does, you know, dyes his hair red with the blood. Right. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a redhead. Uh, yeah, that was that's like metal as shit yeah yeah and uh so but now that he's in loose's body it's like shit that is an insane amount of power yeah and the way that she performs the like fitting into my new body liking my new body oh shit this is even bigger than i expected yeah and then the movie ends with the detective lady still ostensibly possessed walking loose out and right. just signing her out yep. despite the fact that you should definitely lock her up yep. if you're a good cop and not possessed one, and just sending her out into the world. But yeah. the audio—what is going on with that audio? Oh
2: yeah, wait. What was it? Was like the sound? Oh yeah. Also, hold on. Isn't there like a weird shot of her just like lying on the ground somewhere, and we hear like a like almost like the sounds of like a cafe or something? Or like I lots think
0: of, that was her memor- remembering jumping out of the cab. Oh okay, okay, okay. She okay. like tucks yeah, and yeah. rolls, and then she's just laying in the street. Like what's yeah, going on? Yeah, yeah, and gets yeah. Up. yeah.
2: Is that the sound cue you're talking about, though, where there's just lots of, like, the the sounds of people
0: and stuff? As the detectives walking loose back out to where the first scene was with the soda machine and the surly guy at the desk, uh, not surly, the uh, just not having it guy at the desk, we don't hear the audio of what's going on in that scene. We hear the audio of the sound guy begging someone to shoot him.
2: Oh, I don't think I realized
0: that. Either begging someone to shoot him or begging someone to shoot the demon. Huh. But we hear the audio of, and I don't know when this audio is. I'm thinking maybe it's in the detective lady's earpiece because, uh, she's in the scene and yeah. she's the only one wearing yeah. an earpiece at that point. But he's going. Bert, I think her name was Bertoli. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, going, yeah. Bertoli, shoot! Oh, shoot. right. But yeah. He's yeah. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> just making noises like yeah. that, so we don't know what happens to him. He's just right. he locks himself in the sound box. That's he right. does hit the doctor with his uh, yeah with his phone uh, when he thinks he's possessed. But yeah. all we see is some shit gets collapsed in there. Yeah. So I'm assuming we're hearing the audio. Of my guess is the demon possessing now the dead body of the oh, psychoanalyst. Yeah. And he's just saying. Shoot yourself, shoot me, or shoot her, or shoot whatever. Or we're hearing sound just from another time layered over the scene artistically of him just. No, I don't know who he's saying to shoot, but to me, the idea is like he's begging for finality. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, that dude is still in there. He's fucked, too. I, now uh, I'm like I, remembering it that stuff The demon now has unchecked
2: power That's interesting, I'm remembering all that stuff I think my brain was too busy trying to process things yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. 10 minutes ago in the movie This is new to this yeah. second viewing for yeah. me That I even paid attention to that yeah. audio But it was translator
0: guy Yeah, that's interesting Gurgling, begging for yeah. someone to shoot Please shoot, or totally shoot, please yeah. shoot, please shoot And we don't know what it is. I was And I was wondering if there was a gunshot Maybe I didn't remember, but there wasn't Yeah. So I, I just think it just suggests that like it's to tell us, the viewers, to not go, well, why didn't that guy just run and call the cops? Right. No, the shit is powerful and he is fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. get away. Yeah. That's very interesting. But another ambiguity, but done with this artistic audio touch. Man, I fucking love this
2: movie. I, I like now just want to watch it again. Right? Right? Yeah. It's so,
0: I'm so glad we did.
2: Yeah. I, I like I I just want to watch it again and see if I can piece some more of the 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 puzzle together. You know,
0: I bet I watch it a third time and I have completely different thoughts about how these rules work. Yeah, and yeah. Fourth time it'll happen again.
2: Yeah, very cool. Just great performances too, especially that main girl.
0: It's so good. Yeah. The, and uh, to me, the real star is the sound and the editing. Yeah. Because to set this up where you are juggling within a certain thematic moment you're juggling four different perspectives, both visually and aurally. Yeah. And you're doing multiple permutations where the audio doesn't necessarily match the visual of who we're seeing, whose point of view we're seeing. Yeah. Where the visual doesn't necessarily match up with the audio of whose point of view, point of uh, sound we're hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, To constantly be permutating that in a clean way means the fact they, they must have had to shoot that in so many fragmented ways and then paste it together in the editing or shoot it completely from five different points of view, both visually and audibly, and then just kind of mixing them all together. That's so impressive to me, and that's something that I think could become cacophony, and it really never does. Yeah. You know, at least in a way that doesn't feel purposefully manufactured cacophony. It
2: all feels fluid, which is crazy. Yeah. For what it is, yeah. The editing is like remarkable. Though, do uh, you re- as you were talking there, it reminded me that the one thing I wanted to to bring back up, make sure I specified, is something I was trying to reference earlier. One of the scariest shots in the movie to me yes. is during this whole sequence. And it's when uh, it's while it's still while the demon is possessed, like the psychiatrist, like the doctor. Yeah, yeah. There, it's 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 while they're they're in the police station, they're in the midst of doing the car recreation, and I think at this point we're already maybe starting to kind of like actually cut to the car, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then cut back to the to the police. You know, it kind of starts going in and out. But anyway, at a certain point, all of a sudden, out of the fog the psychiatrist just comes pushing through the chairs. Yes. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, yeah. so scary. It's so, and all that it is is him just scary. walking up through those chairs. And just shoving the chairs yep. sort of yep. out of the
0: way. What I like about that, too, and this is how I read that this time, is that is a moment of frustration from the demon. Yeah. Because he says, stay right there. Right. And she's like, what do you mean, stay right here? What do you mean? Yeah. And as he goes and silently handles the translator and because uh, cause, uh he he's like about to do the move and then the detective comes in and does like a moment that was clearly controlled but at the wrong time right right because you came in too early you blew it yeah so that's a moment where the powers that he thought he had threw loose yeah aren't quite there yet yeah yeah and so he moves her out of like moves her, and that's him coming back frustrated of i've just got to finish this myself <laughs> yeah yeah and then I'll get, and tearing through just let yeah. me come back and do it yeah and that's and then he takes the form of the original uh uh Recipient of the you know sacrament that you performed right for in right school. yeah that was truly terrifying yeah stuff. that that
2: was such a great and it's a simple image just literally just simple a dude walking through
0: fog reminiscent to I I thought of in a
2: Halloween H two O okay I've not seen that actually oh dude it's
0: yeah. it's that movie's fucking legit yeah uh, but there's a scene where Laurie is under like a cafeteria's bunch of tables yep. all in ro- rows and she's crawling under them and Michael Myers is just flipping them up left and right yeah and walking through and just too strong for Donkey Kong or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It just it's terrifying it's yeah great. that sounds awesome yeah did I convince
2: you to like this movie more than you did oh for sure already like yeah it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah this I, is
0: one of those movies that just gets better the more you think about it
2: yeah it really does like I I think had we not sat and had this conversation I maybe like two days from now might have had one of the revelations that we've had yeah, over yeah. the last hour I've been like Oh yeah, that's interesting. And then like a week later, been like, oh okay, this is kind of cool. But we did all of that in like an hour, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, and and it yeah, it just like it went from bit, like the experience of watching it was like, yeah, that was good. I mostly liked the atmosphere of that. Yeah. So like now talking Great about it, being, genre exercise, right? Yeah, yeah. And now talking about it, being like, oh no, that was actually like a fascinating story. That like, a
0: really like fearless story. I, yeah. I, I think yeah. It's so strange, and, and just so commendable to. To put together and present a movie with that sort of information release system, yes. I, I feel like, and I don't want to be one of those people who's like more and more these days because it, it's so pointless to generalize because there's more movies than ever and and it's just getting more diverse and better. Uh, Disney notwithstanding, uh-huh. and but um, man, they're crushing the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the new one yet, but I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but the the idea that I I, I do think that we increasingly request movies tell us things yeah and uh at the detriment to the soul of the movie Mm -hmm. and i i prefer movies that don't tell us things that let us feel it out let us contend with the murkier elements and and hopefully come out of it feeling like we you know we engage with a good narrative and that's that's tough you know like like i and i love the marvel movies yeah i fucking love them Mm -hmm. but like those movies definitely tell you exactly where to go (laughs) what to do you know, I it, that's that's part of why I love them. They're yeah. fun to watch because they're not engaging. But when I want like a good meal, I want something like an it follows. I want something like an upstream color. I want something like uh you know that that doesn't hold your hand but lets you tell yourself the story a week later.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, the, I love that. This movie definitely has like some big swing and dick energy. Like the just the confidence of telling this story the way they decided to tell this story is, like, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Yeah. To me, if I was
0: sitting down, someone's like, write a demonic possession thing. I'd crack my knuckles and be like, all right, let's come up with some rules. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their whole thing is just, we are not going to think about rules, and then we're going to break whatever rules you think we had. Yeah, yeah. I just respect this movie. This movie fucked so hard.
2: I have, yeah, now I just want to watch it again so right. that I can. So I feel you got time because I feel I know I know you start it now and it's over. I feel like I need to watch it again to have like a very like solid opinion on it, you know. Because mm-hmm. uh, I I feel like uh, in watching it I was like yeah that was good three stars you know. Now, having talked about it, it's like, yeah, that was good. Three stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it feels good. like it feels like one watch is all it's going to take to be like, yeah, four stars. That was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? First
0: time I watched it, I was like, that's probably like four stars. And yeah. then when I landed on my flight, I was yeah. like, I was thinking about that a lot. That is four and a half stars. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah it's yeah. getting. Yeah. We'll see where it lands now i know it's uh like this this feels I like i can hate stars i know me
2: too. <laughs> I really do. I know. they don't mean anything Maybe but this not. feels the like a machina you know, to me where it's like i feel like it's going to grow in my ex- oh, estimation yeah. like the more i see it the more i think about it you know mm-hmm. it'll just kind of keep growing and churning and growing and churning you know mm-hmm. which is it's cool yeah yeah i like i want to watch it again yeah it
0: just and it looked beautiful um, it, the way that oh it's like i love kind the way it's fi, done. but it's still crisp yeah
2: it was Ah, my own. yeah I, I honestly and i wonder if that's not just how far i it would i would guess i could be totally wrong i would guess this was shot cheaply and digitally and they just like oh, now na- now cheap? those post processes are so good that you can make a digitally shot thing look that much like uh you know sort of like an older older film stock
0: you know the uh the budget and uh box office is not on wikipedia fair enough um do do they do that on i m d b
2: sometimes yeah, that's where I pulled all the information for my uh for my list of movies, which we should jump into
0: oh okay would you like to take i don't have the the box office, but the budget is stunning is it thirty five thousand dollars it's not thirty five thousand dollars it's a hundred and twenty thousand whatever that unit is is that euros Oh, way, uh, well, I actually 000, don't know. That isn't yeah. Yen. Well, what do they use in Germany? But still, 120,000
2: uh, single items of something. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. That's interesting. That is uh. Pretty pretty cheap.
0: Uh, I uh, there's okay. There's got to be a way to do this. That's all right. Wait, what are they? what's? Let's see, let's see. Uh, uh, currency. Ge- in Germany,
2: yeah, because is, is that just euros? Is that what the euro symbol is, or something?
0: It is uh, ch- ch- Deutschmark. Deutschmark. Oh, Wait, but that's
2: 2017.
0: Oh no, yeah, because uh, okay, so uh, what currency is used in Germany? Oh, they use the euro. Okay, so 120,000 euro. I think that might be what that is. So yeah. 100. No, it is 120,000 euro to dollars, and this will be today's date. That's one hundred and thirty-two thousand seven hundred five dollars. Okay, yeah. Today on December, 7th. so
2: that's like under one hundred and fifty k for a budget. That's, that's ch- I mean, amazing. that's like incredible. Yeah. yeah,
0: there's very few movies that are made because here in America, uh, independent. I'm doing air quotes yeah. as I say that. A cheap movie. People are like, yeah, that was cheap. We made it for fifteen mil. I know. Yeah, and it's like. I know. This is literally one one hundredth of that. That's, I know.
2: That is pretty incredible. Well, and Something so that's bad. that's what our know. lists are going to be today. And I'm pretty excited about this because I actually. You're
0: so into this transition.
2: Do, I, Let's do it. It's the way to do it. It's yeah, a, it is it's, the way to do We're already here. Because I actually pulled the, the budget numbers for all the things oh, that I chose I today. I
0: actually haven't even narrowed down my list. Because today was a really crazy day at work, but I've just got a whole bunch, and we're just going to have some fun.
2: Yeah, well, and that was why I wanted to transition, because this makes sense to me. It's like I I was literally just spent a bunch of time looking at, like, budgets of, like... Uh small movies to go like okay so what is a small movie you know what i mean like how do i talk about a movie that's capitalizing on its budget well well
0: that's what i'll say as my closing thought on loose is that for all of the reasons stated above but most of all the maximization of the budget it is a movie that i just have deep respect for and so in my list
2: these are all movies that i think are of varying quality but i have deep respect for yes i i like i like all of the movies on my i have a nice type five on my list i like all of these movies quite a bit uh but the reason you know they're on my list is these were like immediately the things that jumped to my mind as like capitalizing on a very small budget like doing a lot with a very little but they will also illustrate that in america a little can mean a lot of different things there's oh, yeah. you know there's a, a a a kind of a spread there too uh i don't know if you want to start or you want me to start or, um, or- i'm
0: picking my All right, um, well, here, I'll just throw one. And it's
2: weird because I already know that two of them are going to be on your list. That's fine. I'll just start with one we've already mentioned today uh, because I just watched it the other day and it was extremely cheap. One Cut of the Dead. Oh, right on. In American dollar. I looked it up. I looked up, uh, you know, it's got like a Japanese budget listed or whatever. I I think it's the Japanese yen. And I translated it to U.S. dollars. That movie cost $27,000.
0: That's insane.
2: Yes. One Cut of the Dead cost uh what is that like that's, that's less money that's than i make a year
0: exactly how much clerks cost yeah in 1993 was it
2: yeah 94 93 94 that's insane yeah. crazy
0: because like by today's standards you would say clerks probably cost a mil. right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah something like that so that's yeah. pretty impressive it
2: is like that's a ridiculously low amount of money and one cut of the dead is almost like watching three movies it's like they made yeah. three movies for the budget of I, I don't know, like one day on most movies, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: And I feel like One Cut of the Dead is like by the very nature of how that looks. Yes. That was probably not a long shoot. Right. Uh, I, I feel like that that's like a movie that was done in like 10 takes R- assembled. Right, 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 you know, right, like, right. So yeah. that was probably not a long shoot. That's yeah. That's good stuff. Very impressive. Um. All right. Um. I will do Primer. Uh,
2: Oh yeah, nice. I didn't pick that. That's okay. so good.
0: Because it was the answer is either Primer or upstream. Or color. upstream Shane color, yeah. is, is yeah. somebody who is very I mean, he's a DIY guy. Yep. Uh he writes his movies, he stars in his movies, he scores his movies, yes. he cuts his movies, he's just a DIY all the way. Yeah. But primer, um Primer succeeds exactly where it fails in that it is just so complicated. Yes, Yeah. that's the fun of it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody watches Primer without a graph, and it's a fun mm-hmm. graph to draw. I've watched that movie probably five times. Yeah, and every time I go, this is the time that I've got it because I've I got to so Google that times. infographic, and then like an hour into it, I'm like, okay, but back to the, uh, I yeah, got this, but yeah. never in a way that is like or anything right. similar to the movie we just watched. Yes, it it uh, and so. And it's not a movie that that is devoid of style, but is not one that is aggressive with style. No, yeah, it is very much just uh, you know, a, a camera on a tripod, and a tripod, tri, iPad, wow, uh-huh. tripod, and a couple of enthusiastic actors. That yeah. is really it, and yeah. just a concept so high that it would be hurt by flair yes uh so yeah primer's a good one and that cost nothing and is kind of a classic of the genre it
2: is yeah that actually uh, uh i'll just uh make coherence my next one which oh, have you seen on. coherence i, I know i recommend coherence. this all the time yeah. i love coherence. coherence is a futurama episode made into a movie right. yeah. yeah uh coherence i looked it up the budget is you know on imdb anyways I estimated at fifty thousand dollars and that is a movie not unlike primer where it's like We have absolutely no money, and we are going to tell you the biggest science fiction story you've ever heard in your life with no money. Would you like to know the budget of Primer? Please. All right,
0: let's go this way. Yeah. The box office of Primer is $841,926. Right, which is like, oh, it didn't make any money. But if you only made your money for. uh, That's a $7,000 movie. That's insane. That's insane. That's ridiculous. That is. Less than like a year of rent, yes. Dude, that's it, that's, that's insane, ridiculous man. Shankaruth, boss, dude. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. Uh, but coherence is similarly just like for no money. That movie is the biggest science what was the, what was the budget on that? 50,000. 50, that's it, insane. It's like that's the biggest science fiction movie I've ever seen in my life, yeah. Like wh- when I think about the concept of that movie and how big they go and how complicated it ultimately gets, and there is. No money on the screen? None at all. It's like unreal. It's and yeah. Telling yep. the story. Yep. It's like it's unreal. Wild. Yeah. That's a good ass movie. I, I love, love that movie. Years. Yeah.
0: I for, uh o- Oliver you met saying? Uh, uh yes. I, yep. There was a... Uh, we were talking movies once and he was like, I saw this movie once forever ago. I saw it at a festival and like nobody's seen it, nobody has heard of it, and it blew my mind it like probably doesn't exist. Have you ever heard of oh what is it? Come and It was like Coherence. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the one with like the the the, the people copy. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah I've, I've seen that movie a couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. And all I can think is that must have been the greatest moment for him. Yes. To yeah. have like not even known the title of the movie and yeah. found out that not only does he know someone who's seen it and can talk about it, but it's available. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch it right now. Yeah. No, it's it's very. It's been
2: on uh, Amazon forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. an Amazon movie. Yes. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. uh coherence.
0: Okay, um, another one we've done an episode on this show, uh, we uh on this movie we've done it we've done this movie on an episode of this show. Yes, uh, the whiskey's flowing. Uh, I, there's not much to say about it, but I mean, I think anybody who listens
2: to the show knows of our deep
0: and abiding love for time crimes. Yes.
2: Oh man, time crimes a great pick. I did not pick that one. Really? That's, That's, yeah,
0: time crimes is just it's it's a movie that requires no special effects. Yep. It is another one where every single mind bending effect is done in camera or in concept yeah and it's just strong direction yes strong sense of tone and strong performances carry it yeah and there there's not an ounce that someone had to sit after the fact and plug in on a keyboard it was all it was all there
2: oh that's such a great pick
0: i can't believe that one slipped my mind uh time i want to get the budget and box office on this because this has become definitely a cult classic in a way and so the budget on this was—it's uh, actually a disappointing return, but I think that this had a lot of love at home because the box office is five hundred sixty-four grand. Sure, but the budget's only two point six mil. Oh yeah, yep. So you know, that's not a good turnaround. But I think that uh, uh
2: well, I'll be honest. A lot of the movies doing all right yeah a lot of the movies on my list don't have huge turnarounds necessarily but, but
0: really this is a list about maximizing yes, budget yeah and
2: all things told
0: 2.6 million is not a lot right uh because this was made in what 2007 i want to say yeah for time crimes yeah well, 2007 so uh that's not a lot but uh, they maximize creativity. It's a classic.
2: Yes. Uh. I mean, man, I could transition into one of two of these based on everything you just said. So I'll I'll just go we for just because the, the easy transition here is we did an episode on another movie that is literally a classic of the super cheap movie that yeah, this yeah. one did make a lot of money. The Blair Witch Project is. I, I mean, didn't choose that for my list because I knew it's got it. it was, yeah, mean, it's like it's it the is king. the the example of this, especially because it's the one that made so much money. You know what I mean? It like it found footage had been around. Right. But found footage became the thing. Yes. Because of Blair Witch. So I looked it up and the estimated budget of that movie is about sixty thousand dollars. Not bad. Which is so so little money for it to have ultimately made like that movie was huge yeah. that year. That's a sea change. Um, yeah, in, yeah. And everything. That's, yeah. that's a matrix. And uh, yeah, we did an episode on it. So I would encourage you to just look up that episode if you want to hear us talk about Blair Witch Project. Do you have um, the box office? I don't have the box office. I only I pulled have the, the budgets office. for these. Uh, but I know the box office was was big for that. I remember it being like when I was looking it up Jesus. There, it was significant. yeah. significant. It's a
0: 60,000 budget, 248.6 million. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Incredible. Summer of 1999, and, like, still right? Still just putting them away. I mean, yeah. there's sequels and shit.
2: Yep. Yeah, summer 99. What a year. Yeah. Uh yeah, so Blair Witch Project. That is just like the granddaddy of, of, of this oh, concept, yeah. I feel like. That is the king. Yeah.
0: Um tch 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 tch. which one do I want? I did time crimes and primer. Um because <smug noise> you guys just probably heard about this i don't know my list is not together yet but what? a movie that we saw at the film festival the vast
2: of night okay yeah tori was... and i talked about this is a great example okay of this. yeah so
0: the vast of night uh, we first heard of when rosalie was rosalie kicks from movie john was on our show talking about her experience at tiff Yep. and she recommended vast of night and then we were lucky enough to check it out at the philadelphia film festival yes, sir. and um really worked for me yeah uh, definitely like captured my imagination and my heart in a big way um but it's a movie that is quite literally just people talking. Yeah. It is such a talking movie. There's a couple like bravado shots and yeah. ideas, but one of them is quite literally a cut to black, yeah. which costs nothing. Yeah. And the only other one is a tracking shot, which now is you can do it with yeah. a skateboard and an iPhone. Right. So like this is a very, very small budget movie that that just has big budget uh, feels to it.
2: And, and and like Liz, it's like what is it? It's a gymnasium, a radio station. Which probably actually does.
0: W- the best of
2: night. No, no, I know. I'm I'm comparing it to Luz. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm saying like Luz. What is it? It's it's a gymnasium. It's a a radio station. Yeah. yeah. It's it's literally it's like three locations. Uh, that that cost no money. You know.
0: I'm trying to find that one that doesn't even have a Wikipedia. The best of night. Yeah, that movie. I just think it's really, on IMDb, like, but but they might not have that kind of information for it. I don't know. I think they will. The budget for the vast of annoy is not. On <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. It's Not on there. Yeah, I guess it's just not there. It's too, uh, too, yeah, too too small in indie, but it can't have cost a lot. No, it yeah, stars nobody. And yeah, it's like yeah, yeah.
2: I liked that movie. I thought that movie was good.
0: It's a cool flick. Yeah, vast of night rules.
2: Uh, I will go. So then, I mean, to flip the other direction, because you were talking about um. Uh, which one did you say cost like a couple million dollars? Uh, oh, Time Crabs. Time Crabs. Yeah, two point six. So I actually went with Upgrade on this list. Yo,
0: right on. I uh,
2: Upgrade. I looked it up. It's a five million dollar budget, Damn. but in American movies, that is that's that's insanely low. Very, very little money, especially for what he pulls off, which is like not that different from uh uh like total recall is i think a very comparable movie oh, yeah. like as far as like the kind of special effects it has Venom, which how is the good same they look exact movie had 10 times the budget right probably. exactly yeah. it's like the, he he really made a movie that looks and feels like a much bigger budgeted movie for for 5 million dollars which that's is like that crazy yeah dude upgrade is just yeah, upgrade anyone rocks. who read my best of the yes. decade list upgrade is on it yeah Lo- loved that movie. And yeah, I just that is and that a, movie snuck up on me too. I no, never I know.
0: expected to love that movie as much as I did. Yeah. And I loved it when I saw it, but I didn't yeah. love it. I love that
2: movie. Yeah, yeah. That's a good ass movie. It's just very and it's another one where it's like uh what you were saying before, where it's like it is so impressive at its budget level. Yeah. That you just like you want to applaud it just for doing what it's doing at all.
0: You know what I mean? I don't want to give that movie more of a budget. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's a bad idea. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's where it's at. So good. All right. Um beep, beep, boop. Evil Dead.
2: Oh yeah. I thought about putting these on my list. They're they uh, did dolly shots they're on a wheelchair. Also primo examples of this. Cost
0: nothing. Yeah still like the first evil dead is legit scary yes it is still yeah and it's fucked up it's unsettling the pencil in the ankle the scene disgusting. of uh it's is beautiful. it
2: linda who's under the floor the the, the oh, trap yeah. door and just banging up and down yeah it's terrifying yeah. and yeah. this
0: is just a bunch of just fucking shitty makeup effects yeah literally a wheelchair was used for the dolly right. shots. it's it's yeah uh, i mean what is there to say about evil dead that <laughs> this one said I mean, I guess I could look up the budget. It's very low. Evil Dead is the king of low budget. I mean, I know it took him a while to make, but that was... Evil Dead is quite literally a college kid who wanted to make a movie for fun with his friends. Yep. That's really what it is. And he was just so good at the language of cinema that, you know, there was no question that he was going to become, you know, an actual paid director.
2: Yeah. I mean, actually, if you're into this concept of, like, super low-budget movies and stuff... Um, Bruce Campbell's book If Chins Could Kill Confessions oh, yeah. of a Movie, movie Actor he re, a lot of that book is him recounting his experience with Sam Raimi making the Evil Dead movies and uh it's uh fascinating to hear about how they they basically went door to door to their neighbors to fund the movie they were making in their backyard basically it's insane it's now yeah. it's the the crowdfunding that yep. we do
0: now yeah uh, so i've got it so uh yeah so box office was 2.7 million yep. but uh it also says on Wikipedia it says 2.7 million or 29.4 million. Okay. Um,
2: Maybe just because of all the f- further so releases it's had yeah. over through the years.
0: But the budget was somewhere between, because there's a span, 350 to 400,000. Yeah, sounds right. That's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing. like, yeah, wow. Yeah.
2: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Crazy. Even though, uh, I got one more and uh, it's uh, Cube. Gotta Dude, put Cube I, I on my like, list, baby.
0: Cube, I feel like you might forget Cube, but I, I didn't do Cube. It's an honorable mention. Cube, Cube. Right. It was a Canadian
2: movie. It was like about $365,000 American Man, cube dollars. Rules. Cube is so good. And Cube is, uh, you know, they built one room that is a Cube just and lit it different and colors then lit it a bunch of different colors and said it was a lot of cubes wasn't until like
0: decades after yeah. i saw this movie that i was like oh yeah those aren't other Motherfuckers built like one room this, it's just a, a box of gels that you put over your cube yeah. lights and it's a new cube yeah 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 amazing it's, that i can picture the whole cube yes and i've never seen the whole cube right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's insane
2: it's yeah cube is just one of my favorite like low budget movies that movie and, rules. yeah it. But is it's another like, it's maximizing. Than its budget. Yes, I yep. think
0: the the most budget it uses is in the shot at the beginning yes. of the guy getting gridded by yep. the uh, yep, <laughs> where it cuts him into a grid, yep. and then the rest of it is just that's two hundred k of the budget right there. That's all of the budget yeah, right yeah. there. And then uh, what did we learn recently that the one it's, woman? What is her actress?
2: I don't know the actress's name, but uh, yes, she was made an uh,
0: appearance in one of my favorite movies from this year, Ready or Not. Yes, as the uh, just she, surly aunt. Yep, who is like admittedly kind of hot uh yeah
2: she's got a uh I don't mean this is offensive we're gonna of sound she got a real bird look to her oh yeah she looks like a prehistoric bird nikki guad guadagni could be guadagni
0: as a guadagni oh
2: man
0: but yeah
2: yeah she's great totally awesome. love cube. cube cube rocks rules. cube that's it i got, you got, one got more. honorable mentions
0: do it no no i got my number one oh
2: please 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 come on huh
0: what is the biggest underdog story of all time, both on screen and behind the scenes? Talk about motherfucking Rocky.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say talking. underdog.
0: That <laughs> 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 Rocky was made for $1 million, and it, Rocky brought in $225 million in a this bad picture. Window. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Written by a guy who is... Like, functionally disabled. (laughs) No, I I don't mean that. Uh,
2: A guy that, yeah, sounds like he's been smashed with sledgehammers. This is before he grew into being functional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I had nothing but the most tremendous respect for uh, for Stallone. Because the dude is just a machine that doesn't stop. But Yeah. yeah, Rocky was the movie that just had... Because I don't know how I didn't know that was going to be yours. Yeah, uh, the, the fact that his stipulation was "I can't sell you my script unless it stars me, <laughs> right. this idiot I'm presenting to yeah. her, like what looks like an idiot" yeah. means that when he finally got the movie made, like you were getting a million, and that is it. Right. Yeah. And so, but that movie really rocks, and it yeah. still looks good. Uh the you know, the fighting has gotten better over time in the series, sure. but like for what it's worth, the fighting that is exciting. Yeah. It's engaging. And when you watch Rocky, like it is not a big stadium of people. It's right. a felt black backdrop with a couple of uh, you know, just like bleachers put in. It's really low budget shit. Yeah. And it coasts on directorial panache yep. and great performances and good script. Rocky is the ultimate. Uh, that's great. Low I I movie can't movie.
2: believe I didn't. I I don't know how that slipped my mind that that would of course be your number one movie. I had also
0: just written down
2: Eraserhead, Napoleon Dynamite, oh, yeah. Clerks,
0: Paranormal Activity, yep. Dead Alive, Upstream Color, and yep. Reanimator.
2: Yeah, I. I that's those so funny. I thought about movies. like most of those too. I yeah, was like, I was like, well, there. Clerks is like one of the classic ones. Reanimator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny. Uh, yeah, Thank I. I share, man. Dude, I and and the, you know.
0: This I'm glad we could talk about loose cuz I'm head over heels for it but even I like it more now talking yeah, about dude. it. Yeah,
2: dude, well also just the it's occurring to me now that this whole concept is like very much just like in the wheelhouse of movie movies. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about maximizing a budget, you're talking about making a movie movie. Yep. You know what I mean? You're you're using everything at your disposal because you because one of the things that's not at your disposal is money. Yeah. So you're using everything else what at your makes disposal. This better that costs nothing. Right, yeah.
0: And the only answer to that is something that that a person puts into it a camera move yeah uh, a a flourish of the pen what is that thing just an odd lighting choice what is that thing that costs nothing that someone says we can work around whatever we can't do Because I have an idea. Right, right. And ideas cost nothing. And movies that coast on ideas are infinitely better than movies that rely on a budget. Yeah. It's always going to be the case. And big budget movies can absolutely crush. This is not against that. But like...
2: I'm going to go see a Star Wars. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm totally going to go see a Star Wars, But also going to go see Loose. You know, they're both equally entertaining.
2: Yeah, I wish I had seen this on the big screen. I bet it would have, uh, uh, yeah, some of the, the like, sound those. The is where it's at. And I bet yeah. some of that, like, the, the really atmospheric stuff would fucking pop on the big screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think this has some cult uh, thrust to it. You're not the only person I've heard could, could give it that kind of praise this year. Screen. Yeah. Honestly, to say the truth, this is the kind of movie that if we were ever, were to ever host a screening, yeah, I would not be
2: against selecting something oh, like Oh, yeah. This this yeah this would be great it's fun to show to people totally and and a good movie to kind of like drop on an audience where it's like you probably didn't see this but you would like it yeah yeah
0: Yeah, it's like i'm gonna give you a movie that you're gonna enjoy now but what i'm really giving you is a great conversation on the ride home yeah that's the gift
2: yeah 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 very good yeah thanks dude because i i probably would have skipped this one you know
0: it's the one and honestly i would have too i saw this out of necessity it was "Eh, i heard it's decent i have to stay awake and it just fucking haunted me really
2: but, cool so i was awake yeah i love it uh you want to do plugs and wrap this thing up
0: yeah let's do it i'm at dan scully on everything check out cinema 76.com findy.com uh yeah check it all out uh letterbox twitter all that fun stuff at dan scully that's me that's where you'll find my shit
2: i'm on twitter and Letterboxed at film that's with an f uh, and i'm on cinema 76.com farsightedblog.com that entertains.com uh, you're and
0: doing some Star Wars shit now, right?
2: Well, so I actually, yeah, Kevin basically. I've written so much about Star Wars over the years, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like taken a bunch of the stuff I've written about all the Star Wars movies uh, and like collated okay, them. These old. He just like collated a bunch of the stuff I've written about Smart it over move. the years into like you know, just some coverage leading up to Rise uh, of Skywalker. I couldn't figure
0: it out because I was reading those, but I was looking at your letterbox, and I was like, he's not watching these. No, movies. yeah, those those Is reviews are a couple it? years old, actually. Yeah, oh, right yeah. on.
2: Um, but, uh, actually I, I, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, it will have already happened, but I will be joining Tori and I are going to, oh, coming. so Ryan and Jill got plus ones each. Oh, so yes. me and Tori are going to take those. I immediately. So we're all going to be there. Of course. Cause I was like, it's just yeah, not right. Of course. <laughs> I have yeah. to get it to, uh, Yeah. Uh, so oh, we'll right all be on. There. It's going to oh, be great. Right, so can't fun. wait. Yeah. You no,
0: know, it's great. And see, we're not, we're actually not allowed to say when it is, Yeah. but, um, that day, I'm double featuring the new Star Wars oh, yes. and Cats. I've heard,
2: <laughs> so good. I'm, <laughs> I'm legitimately kind of looking forward to Cats.
0: It it has to go one of two ways, yeah. And I'm afraid it's going to go a third way. Yeah. It either has to be like, holy shit, this is actually fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it has to be like, this is demented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's probably going to be like,
2: this is mediocre. I know. I and think that's the worst. I think that is the most likely scenario.
0: But I'm open minded. I'm down. But yeah. I, you know, well, people the show know Jenna. Yes, Jenna says that in the theater crowd, like, there's just no respect for cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is largely understood the Cats is a garbage musical. Yes, from a time when every musical was just like every song's a showstopper because (laughs) elderly white people just want to go feel good about cats and like, okay, fine. But like it's not a good show as it's understood. I have no knowledge of it. I'm just here to watch Idris Elba's brown fuzzy body dance around. I know it looks so absurd. Like I really need to see
2: it. But my my only understanding of cats is that is just from uh, for some reason where I grew up, there were always commercials for cats on Broadway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always,
0: dude. That wasn't just where you grew up. Yeah. They tried to like push that. Like that was the big like broad appeal show. Yeah. It's like.
2: So I weird. must have seen a million commercials for I'm cats on Broadway. I'm confused by the scale.
0: Because in the trailer, the Dude, cats are like so tiny against weird. giant cereal boxes. Yeah. Or like a jack. Yeah. It, like from playing jacks yes. is huge. But then like, I, I don't know. It's like It not doesn't consistent. make any sense. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know 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 either. It. But I mean, I guess I really shouldn't be trying to uh, mine
2: logic out of no, cats. No. <laughs> I just, every time I watch the trailer, I'm like, this looks silly and weird and I'm horny. And I don't understand how all of that works. <laughs>
0: you just come out of the closet as a furry? <laughs> no, no. Only a
2: CGI furry? <laughs> no, but I don't know how
0: to describe that. It's just like every time I watch the trailer, I'm like, blurries. there's
2: something weird going on oh, here. Oh, it's weird. I don't get this. Yeah. No,
0: I totally get it. Cat yeah. uh, Taylor Swift, definitely hot. It's I'm, so I, I, weird. I get it, yeah. It's like, I don't get this. I'm not, but yeah. I just had to... The thing is, I don't get cats. Right, yeah. Therefore, to piggyback on that and say, oh, these are CGI superstar right. cats. Yes. I really don't exactly. get cats. Like, I don't yeah. know
2: what the. Yeah, yeah, it's very fucking weird. I don't know. It's like Idris Elba as a cat with an eye patch is maybe the coolest, most interesting, and that's what I mean by like kind of sexy thing that I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you tell me Idris Elba, but a cat, that's fucking hot. Yeah, it's yeah, like there's I totally something
2: about it. I'm like, this is very appealing. And then you see it, and you're like, this is the nightmare scenario of the dream you just told it's me about. Terrifying. Like, yeah, it's terrifying. You gave me something to dream about, and uh, and then just delivered the nightmare version well, it's of like it.
0: There's a fine line between kink and Hellraiser, right. and I don't know where Cats right. yeah. falls on that spread. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like- yeah. Exactly. I did not expect this podcast to end <laughs> here, but I'm fucking into I'm it. I'm glad yeah. it did. It's uh, crazy. That's a perfect place to end. My name is Garrett Smith, and I like to movie movie. Oh, there was something else I wanted to oh, say, no. and I cannot think of it. So my name is Dan <laughs> Scully, and I like to movie and movie And we all know that well. you like to movie movie because we, we like, like to movie. movie. Meow.